Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So we but, could actually run off in separate directions and still have a podcast. Yeah, see, well, we wouldn't be able to hear each other for the conversation. Well. There we go. Look, there we are. Yeah. At the paddling pool. Nice. Don't mind At that. the paddling pool. Don't Perfectly fine. Perfectly all <laughs> right. Nothing wrong with that. Just hanging around the pool. Just to say again, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Just waiting for Mark by waiting, the paddling pool standing, in our shots. Not a problem. Here. In fact, looking the opposite direction for, for most of it. Okay. So as to not attract. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go, guys. Should we go for a little run? Yeah, let's go. For Good morning, running commentary listeners, and welcome uh, our guest, Mr. Mark Watson. Morning, everyone. Good morning, morning, Rob. Morning, morning, morning Marky. On, on, on it has to be said. A glorious sunny day, it's isn't it? It's very warm, yeah. It's it, it seems glorious at the moment, but it might seem um, unpleasantly warm within it's, a couple of miles. It's a Where, fine line, isn't it, between glorious and uh, danger to life? I, where yeah. do you stand on the running in the sun issue, Mark? Because I, I, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I actually in the don't sun. mind it. Yeah, when, uh, when I chose this, so I'm building up to a marathon, which is in September, and right. uh, part of my choice was to do with the fact that it would mean. Uh, training in the summer, yeah, yeah whereas absolutely. something like London involves getting yourself out of the door in January or February. Yeah, often in the dark. Tough. That can be tough, can't it? I find yeah. that difficult to, I find that uh, demotivating, I think the yeah, word absolutely. is. And I don't like the feeling of your skin sort of going numb as you run either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Although um, Paul went out for a run in Canada in minus 20 in shorts. I mean, that is. Uh, he was numb to that the bone. That was actually quite pleasurable. And, and the thing about it is, you get so cold, you don't feel any pain when you're running. Yeah, although you did fall ill for about six weeks. <laughs> Shortly afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you don't feel any pain until you're hospitalised for a lengthy period. And then you just wake up. You just wake up in hospital and see all your friends. I suppose that's one way of approaching a run, yeah. No, I think, if anything, you've strengthened my position that running in the summer is better, yeah. yeah. But I obviously... Uh, I, I've constantly failed to hydrate properly in there. Well, I noticed today that you've turned up for a 50-mile and you haven't got any water. I'm already I, worried about you. I've taken on a lot of water during the... Uh, this one. Ooh. During the last couple of hours. That's what right, that okay. Uh, right, okay. pre-run wee was all about. Right. Um, and uh, I also... I drank a lot of water yesterday, even knowing that this was going to happen. In fact. Right. Okay. So, uh, so you prepared? You see yes, but it's, I still probably will need to. <coughs> yeah, I keep on underestimating how much you need, though. Uh, 
And when I started the training in earnest, I was getting terrible headaches, which I put down to just not not replenishing well enough. So yeah, I've started to get better discipline yeah, about that. Yeah. Time. Absolutely. Are you following a training schedule? I am. It's sort of um, it's a sort of amalgam of two different training schedules that people recommended. Um, right. It involves, well, like all of them, I suppose it involves a couple of uh, medium runs and then a long run per yeah. week. Yes. Right. And some yeah. other faffing about. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, at first, I was just saying this before we started, at first I was really enjoying it because the uh, kind of the feeling of regularly getting to sort of 10, 12, 15 miles was a uh, real progression for me. Yes. But then yeah. there's a bit where you're just still doing that for ages. Right. And right. It's now it becomes more sort of like a military exercise. Yeah, the time and distance is a slog and you're so not you, building you're still, it. Um, a little bit. I mean, you've still got July. You know, when, when's your when's your marathon? Yeah, it's not till mid-September. It's uh, Berlin, which I seem to remember Rob saying he had some opinions on. I've got some stuff to show you no. about that. But no, it's a great marathon. I mean, it's a very popular. But, marathon. but you're, you're still about. I've still got about you're ten still about weeks. five or six weeks away from your peak mileage. Aren't you? Yeah, that's right. right. Uh, if anything, I've gone. Um, I've kind of front-loaded the training a little bit because. Right. All of Edinburgh, uh, all okay. of August, I've been in Edinburgh, and although I'll still be training, yes, yeah, uh, it makes sense to factor in a little bit of um, to be kind yeah. of ready. It's hard to get the pep and showbiz, shall we use the word pizzazz, needed when you've done a long run in the day, isn't it? And you're late. I have to say, though, I'm going to disagree here. In 2014, when I did the Berlin Marathon, right. I was really worried. I was in your exact position, and I was in Edinburgh, and I was doing a show and a game show and a play. And I was training. Right. And I just leant into the wind of that. Yeah, that's and what I was hoping. And it was fantastic. I'm, I'm sort of hoping that it will give me an incentive to generally look after myself better and be yes. more productive than in other Edinburgh. Yeah. And we ran with you in Edinburgh before, but that was just around the Meadows. But are you familiar with the more distance running places? Well, I did a fair bit of running up uh, by the crag there, uh, Holyrood and stuff last yes. year. Yes, yeah. But what I haven't done is any of these runs that you hear about in Edinburgh where you can sort of follow a railway line. Yeah, yeah. Here's your map. Yeah, yeah, that's Doing what you want to do, map. right? When you, when you, next, time for, do, um, yeah. next time you're heading for Salisbury Crag, peel off and instead of going up over those hills, get in that long tunnel which yeah. goes under all that. Yeah, that's and what I need to do. I need to find this. this uh, you can go all the way out to uh, the seaside. It's a great... I'm, I tell you, honestly, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, Get my highlighter pen and my OS map out and send you some photos. It's a bad time someone sent me photos of an OS map. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just realised how incredibly non-2018 that was. Oh, no, we're, <laughs> we're of a certain age, them. aren't we? <laughs> I got my paper diary out last night and a comedian said, you're like my granddad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of us remember when you'd get your WH Smith page to a day religiously at the start of the year yeah and then the days when you didn't have gigs just sort of mocked you yeah, absolutely yeah yeah and you'd flick through time out and take the phone number for the comedy club yes that's <laughs> yeah when I was first doing stand up that was exactly what I did yeah. yeah just sent loads of uh emails and made loads of actual actual phone calls that's that's right. Right. and to young listeners and young com- comedians that would be the same as kind of saying yeah so I flicked through Baedeker yeah and, uh, 
and found out what time the Paddington packet sent We sent smoke signals from the east. Yeah. Anyway, so I sent off a pigeon to a few promoters. Dear sir, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm inquiring as to the possibility of gainful employment. Man make fire run from beasts. But I used to make a phone. I used to say I won't stop phoning people till I get a gig a day. That was the thing when I was starting. Yeah. But it's much easier then. Yeah, it's not as many. Harder for the young comics now. There's loads more of them, I think. Absolutely, they've got to be so much better to get to get the work. This, yeah, no doubt about it. The sheer number of. uh, Also, I I think there's also been a change in tone, which is sort of the internet and you know just generationally. But there's that I just I just found that when I started out, a certain ease on stage was a massive uh, plus because most people would been had spent 10 years in a kind of garret writing poems and jokes. Yeah, they had no particular idea how to occupy a stage. Exactly. And Whereas, they all do. Everyone knows that. That's the first thing everyone yes. knows is yeah. how to be on stage. It's, it's absolutely true. Stuff I, to say is the, is the next bit. I host the... Uh, well, the last couple of years I've hosted the Chortle Student Final and the uh, BBC New Act. Yes. Thing, yeah. So I see a lot of these buggers coming through. And yeah, they're alarmingly... At home on the stage, and even the yeah. ones that aren't that good, yeah, they don't have that much material. Yet. As you say, they've already got all the, the sort of the tropes and the physical yeah. ticks and the. Uh, Which is very and much that's like fair enough. That makes audiences. It's so easy, so much easier for an audience to watch that. Yes, audiences immediately think uh, they just want a comfy watch, don't they? Yeah, they can relax. You know, back in the day, uh, an open a new act night was a long and tortuous. It was far from relaxing. (laughs) I mean, therapeutic (laughs) for the acts. Yeah, and even then, not always. (laughs) No, often they left feeling worse about themselves. Well, yeah, I mean, they opened up. You know, therapeutic in a kind of slightly dangerous way. Yeah, tears. Therapeutically necessary, even if not very effective. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it's been a long time since. Any of us did open my nights. I I assume there are still like genuine maniacs doing doing something. Yeah, yeah, it, it attracts. You know, a, there's a caliber well, the, the of gong, the gong shows the night for that, isn't it? Yeah, in the store, that's really sort of primal and yeah, because and that's sort of the grotesque. Sort of, yeah, and that, really good fun, an amazing show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I've got fond memories of, uh, as you say, almost a different culture really of people doing open spots having clearly not even seen comedy before and having <laughs> yeah, almost no conception of what yeah those guys have been told they were funny in the pub and then just yeah. take it and see the panic in their eyes yeah, yeah. all yeah. unravels well, yeah. they just somehow they worked up a kind of <laughs> fiction in their heads yeah, they delivered yeah, the first <laughs> clumsy punchline to silence yeah, yeah. and then, and then the <laughs> you, you can see all those conversations about you should be on stage yeah. mate <laughs> flash in front of their yeah, eye yeah. <laughs> well, hang on Dave totally. said that was hilarious <laughs> though <laughs> but, uh, but these strangers these don't seem to have the same strangers opinion. so far haven't taken to me. <laughs> yeah. Then you get you also would get people that just did stuff that you know didn't make sense at all. And again, you wondered what, whether they thought that it was viable as comedy, yes, or again yes. whether, as Rob suggested, there just had other motives for doing it inside <laughs> their own head. Or and then that someone part of it just comes recreating through. large parts of Mary Poppins, for example, <laughs> yeah. just sort of lip syncing to bits of Mary in a full costume and everything. And, it was called the Mary Poppins experience. <laughs> and afterwards, just... Uh, everyone straight just to, sort of... Straight uh, to Britain's Got Talent. Well, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just this feeling in the room of, why did you do that? <laughs> what, uh, 
What did you think was going to happen? That's perfect. But again, she seemed quite happy doing it, so you know. And also, also you know, yeah, I think it comes full circle there because I, I did the new material last night. It went all right, but there is always that moment, no matter how long you've been doing it, where you kind of something comes out of your mouth or you look at an idea and you share it with an audience. And you think to yourself, what? What did I think was funny about this? Well, yes, yeah. I find them. Why did I write that's the word garage down on the way here? <laughs> it, but that's when you realise, isn't it, the difference between being witty and being stage funny? Yeah. And that's usually on your way to an ill-thought-out punchline. You think this just isn't nowhere near funny. <laughs> yeah. just, this amusing it's, it's, mark it's, in my head has <laughs> turned into a very poor punchline. Yeah, absolutely. I always had the temptation to kind of raise the eyebrow, you know, and I sort of hint at something and expect everyone to get it and go, yeah. oh, hey, see what I just did? Yeah. And everyone's like, no. Yeah. Because you didn't say it. It's quite yeah. amazing <laughs> the difference between watching that be a brilliant joke and a total flop, like in... In terms of how funny they both were in your head, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gap was almost non-existent, but somehow... And sometimes how, just by making it simpler, it just makes it twice as funny. Yeah, a lot sort of, of things. Just, sometimes yeah. you overestimate how yeah, much they're going to fill in when they're watching. Really yeah. But that t- t- takes a while to learn. I'll tell you what, Mark, while we're here, I actually... I feel I owe you a bit of an apology. A few weeks ago, I don't know if you can remember. Oh, yeah. Is this when you heckled me? <laughs> <laughs> I, during a run, I should have to listen. Heckled. So he does I, remember. I, I, <laughs> during my day well, job, well, yeah. Well, I didn't realise... First of all, I didn't... I, I was thought I was just being a bit funny, being a bit of a bit of pep. I saw you running and I thought, I'll just... On the way to church, my I <laughs> Were you? Uh, yeah. Fair play, we were. Uh, that church on the hill there. No, St. Joseph's, yeah. St. Joseph's, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So I, Your story so, checks out so far. So, 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 I, uh, <laughs> so I put the windscreen down, banged on, my, banged on the car door and go, run, Mark, run! I thought yeah. it was just a bit of... I didn't know whether you'd recognise me. <laughs> oh, well, I did, but it took a little while for yeah, a few moments. Well, yeah. I had that reaction we all have when yelled at by a stranger. It's like, oh, it's one of these dicks again. <laughs> also, aren't well, you editing the abuse? Surely you said, run, run, and then swore and just... Oh, there's no swelling. No, no, it, was all, no. it was all good. It was, it was all, all quite amicable. I think at the time I was slogging through one of these oh, pretty tough. eight or yeah, nine yeah. milers or something. Absolutely, so yeah. I was short of banter in the moment. No, but, you're uh, right. You're right. Ban- but at least the I was... Whops I was reassured when... Well, I didn't recognise it was you because <laughs> being shouted at just by uh, geezers when you're running is quite an yeah, odd experience. Quite tricky, like and a bloke, um, I don't get recognised very often. I did a, a bloke came past in a car uh, last week and I was just running down the straggling road towards uh, Finsbury Park and he shouted, you're better at comedy than you are at running. Right. <laughs> I thought, well, you don't have, you don't have enough data to... No, yeah, exactly. You've exactly. seen me running exactly. for like 10 seconds here. Yeah, uh, no. You're familiar with my uh, park run people. Exactly. I'm ticking along perfectly yeah. nicely here, yeah, I yeah. Within my age range. And also, <laughs> the, I think, in a way, that, that was kind of almost more complimentary than he intended. Yeah. If he said, you should stick to the running and dismiss yes. everything yeah, else I've done in my right. life, that would be worse, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he knew what he was aiming for no. with the remarks. <laughs> he was a bit confused. He, just, he thought, that guy's a comedian, I must better do something with it. It was kind of the opposite of Paul's. It was an attempt at meanness that didn't quite come Yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah. If, if only stand-up comedy like the uh, Park Run... Was, was sort of had age was was had a percentage of kind of age 
What am I saying? Good yeah. for age. Yeah, you know, so like we hard yeah. only get you good for age. Standards yeah. Yeah. objection. It'd be nice. It would recognise the fact that it's harder for us to assimilate cultural references. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. As, we, as we get a little fact, bit I've older. got quite a good notebook about that in my, in my paper diary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Read yeah. some new ideas down on papyrus. I just, I've just offered a piece about this to the Financial Times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> in Ledger, the finest. <laughs> a friend of mine's written something about this in, uh, in uh, India, and I'm hoping to receive that letter within four to six months. Yeah. With a fair wind. <laughs> Yeah, um, it is true. It should, we should like we're doing a late show at the comedy store to mostly teenagers. We should get. We should yeah, get, you know. Yeah, it's not fair when we're up against twenty-five-year-olds that have got gags about apps that we don't even know. Yeah, what completely. Is, yeah. Yeah, like, we should be like you know seventy-two percent funny. You know, a given his age. Yeah, yeah well, I think that, so. It always comes. There should be a handicap system. Yeah. Is what we're saying. <laughs> it yeah. comes to relationships. You know, everyone's got a tender joke. What do you do if you've been in a relationship since before the internet? Yeah. Yeah, That's I know. You can't relate. Watch out for this cyclist. What a nice day to be out running. Hello, mate. Hey. Who was that? I don't know. It Top might have been the bloke from Oddbins. Cool. Then you should know him. Yeah, well, no, I, I'm not <laughs> used to seeing him topless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this right. Just yeah, okay, a lot yeah. of human relationships. <laughs> yeah. In my older Deering, still quote Paul, um, because recently we had a long time in the car driving back from... Uh, from the country and we were got a bit giddy in the end didn't we Paul yes and uh, as we came into Kutch and went past Odbins Paul ran down the window and chatted oh we're in a minute <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that at way too well yeah, yeah. yeah. so my uh, my kids are basically quoting that on it <laughs> yeah. every time we come through there are some places you don't want to be seen as having a usual aren't they <laughs> yeah. don't you know. sell it all <laughs> <laughs> Leaning into the hill now, these yeah. three warriors. We're going to clarify. So, yeah, because you two are crouchy boys. So we yeah. started off in Priory Park. Mark wants to get 15 miles in. Yeah. We can't do that because no. we're untrained. I sort of wish I wasn't on. doing it really, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. But you were saying, you know, specifically you want distance and not pace. So I, I think we're hopefully so. slowing you down. I'm just trying to get loads of miles under my... So what, what, what mileage a week are you doing at the moment? About 30 miles a week. Right. Good. So this will be half of that in one. Yeah. But I was saying to Rob... Uh, one of the problems is, uh, especially in the heat, is just going off too fast, almost from a sense of not exactly boredom, but uh, something in your brain goes, if I can knock off the first half of this yeah, yes. nice and quickly, then, you, and that's not a good way to approach uh, long distance, I don't returns, think. No, no, it really I, is missing returns, yeah. I think yeah. it's in, your nature, in one's nature, it's human nature, yeah. when you set off, yeah. your kind of non-running brain has the end of the run yeah. as an objective. You know, running is like, right, we need to get this run out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is not, it's not the best way to I remember you saying this before, when, when I did this podcast first time, I remember you saying, part of the weird thing about a real distance run is you're just sort of doing it in order to finish it. You're doing it to not be yes. doing it anymore. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Which is true. But obviously, you don't want to be, you don't want to be mentally focused upon finishing it for the entire thing. Oh, well, you're yeah, not really no, enjoying the right. experience. And, and everything, it's not just the finishing, it's the, all that mental preparation, all the things you think about and do. Even the technical stuff, like you were saying about uh, drinking water, maybe carbonizing and stuff. All that really gets you to is the start line. Yeah, that's right. Or the 10 mile mark. You've you know, got to look after you yourself still, in the actual yeah. right. And you, sometimes with that stuff, you'll be starting from scratch. You yeah, know, thinking, well, now I'm tired or now I'm dehydrated. That kind yeah. of 12 miles. That's when you need a toolkit. Or yeah. 18 or 22. But to be fair, that thing about running to stop, that's for me, that's only in races. Yeah. Because races are different. When I go for a long training run, I just love 
the whole thing, I must say. Yeah, I do. I, I, like, you know, the, t- the, way, the way time opens out, the way you're a different person when you get in from when you set off. Yeah, that's the nice. The weird things that it does to time generally. Yes. Just the journey of it. Yeah. You cover a lot of mental terrain over a couple of hours, right, don't you? you? Yeah. Loads, absolutely And loads. Uh, that's one of the things I like. It's why um, people, uh, people often talk about going for walks and stuff, uh, like to think things over and yeah. uh, you get their mindset. But well, I think it's almost the opposite of that for me. I like the fact that it sort of resets your brain, like clears yes. your brain. Yes. Yes. I yes. find it hard to think methodically about anything. No, that's right. Run. No, you can, you can come back with a big idea, but you can't come back with a to-do list. No, exactly. And if you, if you come back with a big idea, it, you will have sort of come upon it by accident, I think. Yes, if you're actually trying to think something yeah, yeah. through, you probably won't, because but, but running yeah, but itself puts so many but your other thoughts, thoughts into your Your head. thoughts can catch you out, can't they? And they can, you can get some good thoughts when you're running, but you won't want to sit off with that. That's the purpose of no, it. Exactly, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. No, I remember when I was writing this show with lots of music in it, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll play the advantage, I know how it is. I'll go out running without my headphones, and I'll kind of run the songs and add bits in and basically try and write in my head while I was running yeah and the result of that was I would run I ran for about two months running the first 16 bars of the first song in my show over yeah. and over again <laughs> yeah. yeah that's exactly right yeah <laughs> I, I remember um, years ago trying to sort of just run through the order of an Edinburgh show while running and again it was it was more a case of just doing the first 10 minutes loads and loads of times <laughs> yes. I t- you're, go- you're going to Edinburgh with the new show yeah, yeah, I'm doing the whole month, um, which is why it's an interesting challenge to maintain this level. As people might not know, if they're, well, most people listening probably will know, uh, Edinburgh Fringe can be ruinous to your yes, to your health, health to your lifestyle habits. Yeah, I mean, the fundamental uh, thing for the for the non-Edinburgh Fringe comedian person is that it's so long. It's really, it's really long. intense, and generally, like I say, if you're doing a whole month. It's three and a half weeks of something that would be intense if you did it for a day and a half. Exactly, yeah. And that's one thing professionally, but then you've also got three and a half weeks of uh, living like that. And yeah, uh, all yeah. of us now, at this sort of age where uh, it behoves us to take a little bit more care for To have, make Absolutely. some sensible decisions, that's I'm right. still mostly living in Edinburgh as if I was still 25. And that, <laughs> yeah. yes. that has serious consequences by the time we get to the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, again, it's like you said about leaning into it. I think that... Knowing that I've got to do the running will, in turn, yes. just force me to go to bed at a better time. And yeah, because it hurts so much running. It could really help you. Yes. If yeah, you haven't well, been looking after yourself. That play I was doing, I was doing a show, you know, a show at eight and a game show at half ten, but the play was at midday. Yeah, that's lots quite of helpful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and like the one time, literally once in a month, I went out and had a few pints of beer, and it was. Disastrous. <laughs> it's like, oh my, what did I do? You know, yeah. it's like a, I, I was in the play going, I can't do this, and all I had to do was sit on a stool. So I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> Lucky won't give any more responsibility. <laughs> yeah, it's so um, it's, it's good to, and also looking back down the years, sometimes you get to everything, oh damn, you're ridiculous. But now I look back to the year I wasn't drinking and did yoga, which is pre running. And you know, it, it still stands out as one of my favourite Edinburgh memories. There's no the denying it. Yeah. There's no denying that if you can, I don't think, I mean, even a month out from a marathon, I doubt I'll be able to go no booze in Edinburgh because that yeah. really is a difficult environment to do oh, it in. Absolutely, yeah. But knowing you can't get Can drunk get basically front? is quite a useful this way? Yeah. mindset yeah. to be in. I think yeah. as you get old, I mean, we, Rob and I talk about this a lot, the sense of general anxiety and abyss-like nature of the 
days following heavy booze. <laughs> yeah. A bit more pronounced. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I agree. It just gets harder. It can make your soul hurt before it makes your head. <laughs> absolutely yeah. true. I don't tend to suffer from the physical effects of hangover that much these days because right. I've drunk enough in my life that my body knows. That's good. That's what, chained up for it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so in the way, I've won. Like it. you got the booze in the bank. It's like miles. It's in the yeah. bank. Yeah. But as you say, philosophically, <laughs> they take a different toll. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Moments that you don't remember. Yes. I was talking about this to someone just the other week, actually. When you're a student or right up to the end of your 20s, there's so much glamour in the story. Where you're like, oh, I can't even remember half the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When you're our age, it's truly troubling to yeah, have blanks in your memory like yeah, that. that. Absolutely is, yeah. I went to a... You and Ali Pally, wow. Ali Pally, yeah. I went to a mate's 50th at the weekend. Like, a good mate. So I've, I've done a gig in Liverpool. I drove down, crashed the end of this 50th about half two. Because I'm, I'm, my, my mates, a lot of them are like just old, old school ravers, you know. Yeah, so, so, so they, they will still party. Yeah, sporadically, but 50th comes under the title of possibly the last ever rave. You know? The, the <laughs> yeah. fact that, the, the fact that there's a year of them yeah. is, uh, is by, by the by, it's like you have, when certain people are 50, people have to. You have to observe that they, as they some sort of They have to do certain things that they always did together. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when you catch the tail end of that at half two and they've come from the, from the venue to the house, it was just, it was just hellish. It was just really weird, just everyone really confused <laughs> chasing their youth slightly chasing, sad yeah oh really grotesque one person ended up falling over and smashing her head oh, blood everywhere yeah that's you know, and then, and that, it's just, just that that really it gets more dangerous when you're 50 yeah yeah like everything yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah and of it's tinged it with a certain melancholy isn't it because it you think like, is. like if somebody hits their head like that or something yeah you can't help thinking we're not even that good at doing this anymore <laughs> yeah, so it's like, not because this is over yeah it's not yeah, like we're doing now it's a shame we're not meant to be doing this. Yeah, doing it. It's a shame we've still got these great skills. Yeah, <laughs> no one's thinking. <laughs> Apart from wow. Monta skills. Sorry, look at London, though. But bless them. Yes, the know. view from up here is very nice, isn't it? Sorry oh, to stop. Amazing. So it's do you amazing. think after Berlin you might do the London Marathon? Yeah, that is my aim. You've I got think, to do um, London, mate. You have to do it. Yeah. I think uh, Sorry, this no. first experience of a marathon will either kill my enthusiasm forever or hopefully uh, it'll it'll just be the first step towards doing it as a regular thing so you've done a bunch of halves though right yeah i've done loads of halves and i've right. never quite um psychologically it's always seemed uh yeah it's nice in there have you been in it well it must no, be no I, i've, I've never seen there, the yeah. show now I don't know. it is quite yeah it's quite a, um weird elaborate building the sort of thing they used to do in victorian times i think yeah, yeah. i don't really know what they wanted it for smacked them up smacked it up <laughs> um i once went in there for a, an audition for dancing on ice oh me too <laughs> and i also that's such an embarrassing confession <laughs> i also auditioned for dancing on ice but not in alexander palace but that still is a clean sweep <laughs> and started to wonder if any comedians have not been considered for dancing on ice, dancing on ice. I, I when i did it rejectees run around Rejected straight away, and, and apart from my distinct <laughs> lack of fame, I think that they had this terrible, totally unentertaining quality of ice skating where I couldn't do anything fancy, but I c- could stay up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the so worst. No option, falling over, no skills. For, a producer, for yeah. a producer, that's gold dust, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. the, bloke, the bloke who's not going to have a big accident or be very good. Oh, that's what the TV demographic yeah. wants. Yeah. Yeah. Get him in. Get just someone boring who will yeah. have people <laughs> tweeting. I don't know who that bloke is. Just get a stolid <laughs> person. To, yeah, yeah I, I, I had a similar problem. I could only just stay up right on the ice really. And, I, I, in fact, and also, I think, in a sense, I um, <laughs> removed myself from the audition 
before it even started because even walking into the ice rink, I thought, oh, I hate ice rinks. Yes. <laughs> the whole atmosphere of it made me think, yes, yeah, it's yeah, cold yeah. and there's all these. It's really dangerous. And from there, it was a short step to thinking, I don't believe I'm suited for dancing <laughs> on ice, actually. But also, I this is hilarious. I think Ali Pally is It really is, If you asked us someone what of these three men all got in common, it'd be a long way before they guessed that. And when you put it together with the uh, paper diaries in the early days of comedy, we're sounding pretty... There's a kind of Victorian element to us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So you do, you've done some halves. Uh, I've done plenty of halves in time, and I really like that as a distance. Favourite half? You're never out of your... Um, Comfort zone if you're in a reasonable level of fitness, I suppose. Yes, yeah, you? not massively. Yeah. Yeah. It's long enough, though, isn't it? You know you've done a sort of it's serious run. you feel proper yes. elation afterwards. Yes. I yes. think my favourite, well, um, from Bristol, there's a Bristol one, yep. which I've done quite hilly, would numerous it be? times. Hilly. Well, it's actually quite flat because it's basically more or less a road, a road race. You just sort of go under the bridge for a while, double back, and then... But then in the last couple of miles, they spring some nasty... Right. It's one of these things where... Uh, coming back into this city, you feel great because you, you feel you've basically finished it because you can see the finish line. Yeah. But then they introduce about two and a half miles of artificial <laughs> bends. Yeah. So you can see people in, in the horizon finishing. Yep, yep, But yep. you don't appear to be getting any closer to the finish line yourself. I, they, they first brought back the Hackney Half a couple of years ago, which was in June, and the weather was like this, and it finishes with three miles around the Olympic Park where there is nary a tree. Yeah, and you're thinking, well... <laughs> I'll it, do the distance, but... Oh, it's no fun. And I had this moment where just after the 11-mile mark, um, there was a... Uh, the 12-mile mark, you could see it. Yeah. And as you got to it, it was a hard right turn, like a hairpin. <laughs> and people were just going around this corner, looking at this 12-mile sign, going, ah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like Speaking of which... Yeah. <laughs> 
We nearly swore it fell on a bunch of children. Yes, <laughs> it's quite fun. Listeners didn't get the full drama of that. But, uh, <laughs> we nearly lost a man there. That yeah. Would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, so, but I think what's a lot of it is the training actually. What stopped me from making the step up is thinking, uh, when in my life am I going to be able to run that many miles a, yes, yes. a week? Yeah. And uh, I've just sort of made myself find time for it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm in a good run of like I've been running reasonably regularly for a couple of years so I felt like the trajectory is right yeah I'd be coming into the training plan not as a total beginner yeah and uh, and also without wanting to keep coming back to this theme of time ticking on there is a point where you think how much longer can you put this off really before yes yeah I'm 38 so I'm still how old is your story? Uh, 38. Oh, mate, you're fine. I'm probably still improving because yeah, it's I, only I've been the last few years I've taken it seriously. No, you will be. You absolutely will be. Yeah, but yeah. nonetheless, you haven't got forever to make the leap into yeah, doing Yeah, you don't want to leave it for 10 years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd like to be one of those old geezers you see on the London coverage that are... Uh, Wowing everyone, but I didn't. You want to do your first marathon in those circumstances? <laughs> probably right. It's a bit like when I got my uh, my uh, um, couple of Father's Days ago, got my midlife crisis skateboard. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I realised very quickly, you can't have a midlife crisis skateboard if you didn't skateboard in the first no, place. No, you have to be. <laughs> yeah. be going back. You to can't it. be starting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're not, if it's not even a a genuine past that you're yearning for now, then you can't yeah. really, doesn't really qualify <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so instead I picked up the guitar and that's worked out better but and you've you got bigger that to start with yeah, that, that's, yeah that's something I put the time in as a teenager it's almost as if the, the longer you spend on something the easier it is anyway, yeah yeah it? like when you put the time in practicing something it, you, your skills in it develop it does appear that way no one's proved that, that, that it works yeah. Yeah. I mean skateboarding probably is a prime example of an activity you, you shouldn't take up later, <laughs> later in I life mean, I mean I used to skateboard a lot when I was a kid but when I I didn't take 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 it up again, but I went on. I went into a skate park with a skateboard. I was absolutely terrified. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely well, going back to terrified. what you were saying about the party, is you have that sense of we do have a sense of uh, imperviousness, of invincibility when we're young. I mean, we take the mickey out of young people for it, but you know, lucky them. Yeah, it's a great way to be. You want to preserve that for as long as you rolling can. Rolling down the hill on a skateboard, like I'd say, hill. You know, just enough to get it going. Yeah, just thinking. Yeah, like you say, I'm terrified. Yeah, nobody in <laughs> the forces wants to do that. Yeah, <laughs> smash my teeth in. Yeah, yeah. For goodness sake. I've just been um, I learned to drive. I never had driving lessons. That's a tough one to pick up later. On. It is. I did it for a TV show, as like we do so much. So we, you we, we, wait a minute, we you learned to drive on, on ice. <laughs> yeah, driving on ice. Oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Looking back, it was an ill-conceived <laughs> format, but they. Uh, <laughs> And I got, um, got through to the second round of driving on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Rejected at the reversing stage. That's great you're learning to drive. It's a real but life again, driving. Once you get it. Yeah, so have, it was an intensive uh, course. But again, the other two people uh, were 19. Right. And they, again, there was a noticeable lack of uh, fear about them. Yes. Because they just enjoyed sort of... Um, Buzzing around, the they laugh of it. Yeah, very yeah. little sense that of the, or maybe they did know that in theory that lots of things could go wrong. Yeah, but, in but as you say, you just feel kind of invulnerable. No, I can remember you? that. I remember the way I could drive when I first drove, and it just sh- I shudder to think of it. You know. Yeah, people often say you should learn as young as possible, and I think that's not just true because you're more receptive to new information and everything, but because 
anything scary is definitely best mastered at the age of 18. Yeah, and I think that driving in particular, I remember even learning it, I mean, I don't think I was the first among my friends, even in your late teens, it's one of those things, it's such a quite complicated set of skills that you have to learn and then put in your subconscious. Yeah. Like learning a language. Absolutely right, yeah. Uh, And if you were like, but on the other hand, I don't think we should teach four and five-year-olds to drive. No, there there is a lower limit, definitely, yeah. yeah. I think... um, yeah, whereas you, with the language, the earlier you get it in the kids. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the ultimate would be just learning to drive in French. Well, at yeah. The age of six. Of, at the age yeah, of like and then 17, 18, get the most out of yourself. Basically ticked all those boxes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Big call to learn it, in, not in your first language, though, I think. <laughs> in those uh, motorway situations. Entre la voiture. It's true that your um, brain just goes. It's so plastic when you're young and it gets clogged up with so much. Yeah. I used to, uh, well, language is a good example. I used to find language very easy when I was uh, at school. And uh, it's weird to try and make your brain do the exact same stuff now, but your yeah. brain's got 20 years worth of shit in it. Pathways. Or just neural pathways that you've Yeah, neural pathways that get blocked up uh, over time with stuff like uh, your mortgage rate or... <laughs> I do and spend you a don't lot of time the on the mortgage, right? You know, if you, if you, I mean, I'm terrible with uh, computers and stuff, but you do sometimes have the option to delete. And as a human, you don't get that. Yeah. No. Like, I can remember pretty much every advert I saw between 80 and 93. <laughs> and that's, and not, can, that's not useful. No, if that was a computer, you'd be, you'd be wiping a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The people who made those adverts don't remember them. I've got a lot of sports uh, trivia in my brain, and really... It, it's other than the very occasional pub quiz moment. It's it's only useful. It's in conversations with other men of social currency. Yeah, it, it, to be fair, at least it, sports or like your like film and cultural trivia yes. it is worth having some to use as a social currency. Yeah, yes. yes, but but it can be over. You don't want to devote your life to it. No, I can <laughs> happily take twenty thirty percent out of my brain to make way for. Much more useful stuff. And, yeah, exactly. I, know, but I guarantee exactly. that we would all use that space for really great stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But more rubbish in No, definitely no. not. <laughs> this is what... Uh, Only good thoughts. I can't remember the names of anyone on Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> what I do is I dump those what? old adverts. Yep. And, and here stick we go. the reality cast straight in. <laughs> this is what I'm... What is it? Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind is sort of a yes, yeah, yeah, great movie. Being are able to voluntarily remove memories. Are you going to do it, oh, I did it last time. time. I did it last time. You did it last time. We tend to stop off for a while. Oh, look, just oh, a quick happened. Just a quick He's look. Do, Difficult to blame him, I think. <laughs> It did is, you I see that jump, that jump amount? It was, uh, after, it was after what we've just been talking for, I see only risk and, and injury. Yeah. and the way In terms of plasticity, Rob's obviously doing better than the best. Yeah, I've got more elasticity <laughs> in, my, uh, in my genitals than I had just seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> he leapt oh. onto it with the confidence of a, a fire younger man, <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. A man who feels like he should be on a rope swing. <laughs> tends to be getting up. This is the difficult bit, though. He it? actually... Got progressed very far in the auditions for Tires on Ice. Yeah. <laughs> but then they, they ditched the show in the end, didn't they? Oh, God. <laughs> this I'm is where it gets tough to getting on. Oh, my phone <laughs> being in my hand is a real issue here. Whee! Nicely done. <laughs> really, yeah, he's off. He's off. It's a case of something being more difficult to finish than start. <laughs> so what happened with the driving then? You didn't finish it? Or you can't uh, drive I did it sort of an intensive week of it. And then right. you had the option to take a test. But I thought I would not do that because I was still very much at the stage where I could just about start and stop the car right okay um, the other two did do the test that one of them passed and one failed but right. i think again it's a particular type of person that can absorb that much information in and have the confidence to just go for it yeah. exactly and, and as you say it's not just about absorbing the information it's got to be 
you've got to somehow wire it into you so yes. that those movements yeah. are automatic, which, yeah. again, I can't help thinking it's much easier if, if you're a teenager. I always yeah. remember my first driving instructors in from, uh, instructions and the catchphrases, creep and peep. Creep and peep. Creep and peep. <laughs> creep and peep. Yeah, that was what we, <laughs> coming out of a crossroads. Creep yeah. and peep. Creep, Do you, and, creep and peep. Do you remember? <laughs> I remember there being excellent comedy in uh, uh, last of the summer wine uh, with Peter Salas, Clegg. Yeah, he was the driver amongst them. Thanks. Hi. Hi. Um, but you know, he didn't drive often, and he was an incredibly uh, tentative driver. Yeah. And at one point, they got down to a, pulling for a little road out onto a dual carriageway, and he was. Hey, hey, mate. He was really uh, um, nervous, and he's like looking, creeping and peeping. Creeping. But in the end, he got up, got out, and walked to the front of the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the sort of driver I will be when I pass. Yeah. That's great. It's, I must say, I really enjoy driving. Yeah. It's, it's fun when you when you get it. Again, you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, I've been doing it a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. 20, over 20 years. It's. He had the, one of the original Model Ts. I was one of the first people to drive. <laughs> Famously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, still, you still in touch with the guy with the red flag who yeah. used to run in front of you? The first drive. <laughs> Tonkinson in North Yorkshire. <laughs> Scarborough sees this new technology. <laughs> Only 20 cars on the road in those days, of course, so <laughs> yeah. not as many hazards. Great and peep. So you'll be fine, mate. You'll enjoy it. That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. If you can be bothered to, well, to I continue you, that Having process. made this start, I probably will try and build yeah, it. Yeah. A little bit of creeping, a little bit of peeping. Yeah. <laughs> creep and peep means something completely different these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's does. one of those terms. Like so many terms. Yeah. <laughs> you can't this by time. You can't creep and peep anymore. No. <laughs> that's, well, that's what we were uh, accused of doing by <laughs> the pool, though, wasn't exactly. it? Yeah. Upon meeting. Having, Look at those creepy people. Having a little trouble running whilst they process the phrase tarnished by time. <laughs> the dancing on ice auditions. <laughs> uh, I, noticed, so I noticed that that guy who I didn't recognise was stolid. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go. We're going to do a little loopsy and then leave Marky to his 50 miler. Yeah, we're going to do it. Do we have a? We won't have gone far. A stat on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll be about. Oh, how far have we gone? What do you think? Three miles in. Yeah, I yeah. I'll tell you exactly. So to recap, we came at a pro park, went round Alley Pally. Across the terraces, just coming into Highgate Wood, and we have so far gone three miles right yeah. on the button. Yeah, nice. So well done. Well, that's a nice Only another 12 to go for. Yes, if I maintain Watson. this pace up to about <laughs> five and then just start gradually. Yeah, but that's the thing. Accelerate. A nice, gra- a nice gentle first five miles, and you do um, feel the benefits later in the run. No, you yeah. absolutely do, yeah. So, what do you have for you? What's your longest run so far? Uh, 18. Oh, that's so you're good. doing very well. Which is plenty, almost. I just, if I could get a 20 under my belt before the yeah, I would say marathon. That would be great if you could do that. Um, I don't yeah. think I want to run further than that. No, that's fair enough. The other thing about Berlin, let's get on to Berlin. Oh, yeah, this is worth me, um, worth me knowing about this, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that it is, um, it's a really good marathon for, in terms of the way you're approaching it and the way you're training. Because it's not going to spring any surprises on you. Yeah. It's flat. And it's just, it's a massive loop. So, and the streets are all different. There's lots to see, particularly at the beginning and the end, because you've got the Brandenburg Gate. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice city to look around the best of times, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, it's part of my motivation was that it'd be fun to uh, 
explore. Yes. Yeah, one of the things I don't like about Berlin, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but sort of bothers me and is really good for running, is it's huge and flat. Right. So it's really good for a marathon. I want to went to the expo. This is a massive, massive airport. Yeah. I think I'm getting tired out walking, walking around it. to the bit where you pick up your number. Yeah. You know, because it's just so huge. There's plenty of it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. But so when you're out running, you're going down kind of quite interesting streets. Always a new one. I suppose vaguely erring round to your right. But, you know, you can't always see that because it's a 26-mile loop. Yeah. And that's, that's it. There's no surprises on that model. Well, that's kind of well, new things to see. After, I think, yeah. Because there's enough surprises in terms of how your body reacts to 26 miles. You can, yeah, actually, yeah. You can get into the rhythm of it, hopefully. That's yeah. the great thing about running long distances. Isn't it? If, you, if, you're, if you're fit and trained, it's all in the training, of course. Yeah. But if you turn up as trained as possible... You want a fast flat course for the rhythm, don't you? Just get into that zone. Yeah, you, know? you just want to basically just concentrate on the act of running. As exactly. To Not be what thinking I'm running on, desperately or, you know. trying to tick every mile off. Yeah. Just go, how, just get steady. Yeah. How long are you thinking it's going to take you? I don't know. Um, I mean, what's your half marathon? Best. My best is uh, one forty-two. Right. Okay. And is that um, unusual or is that your? Um, I pushed myself a bit for that, but I reckon about one forty-five is what I'd expect right. to do a half in normally. Very roughly, if you double um, that and add fifteen minutes. Yeah. Biggest though, more. isn't it? <laughs> I probably had about twenty twenty-five. Yeah, I think. That pace. So obviously, people uh, aim for four hours for their first one, don't they? But. I just want to get for the first one. I just want to get the distance done. Just, just experience yeah, yeah, it. Not that worried at all about the time. I yeah, think that's so good. I think that's a way to probably see it's purely exploratory. Yeah. Well, a lot of it my, really is. A lot of the misery of my experience was because I was purely there to do it fast. Yeah. Which is just the wrong way to think about it. Even yeah. If any marathon. Even if be. you're ready for that, you know, a marathon, like you say, it's just a big deal. You should really be. Yeah. Trying to do the marathon as soon as you put, put extra pressure way. on it, you're in trouble. Yeah. So well, that's part of it. I feel I must beg to differ there. I think that's part of the relationship you have with the event, isn't it? At first you run it to finish it, and then you start to understand it. Yeah. And then you do start to think about time. Yeah. You, you yeah. don't want to let it ruin your yeah, experience. Yeah. No, I think you're right. You I think I mean? that's it. I think I was thinking wrong. Yes. About yeah. time. And have you got your? So is that what happened? Is that is that your Berlin story? Oh, my was Berlin story. The story of going too fast. It was all kinds of. Well, I'll give you the story, but, but basically, first, what, are you are you all booked in to go? Are you going early? Are you going like? I'm going to go a couple of days early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do I have a bit possible. of a theory that the, that it's very intangible the amount of tiredness you can add by, by throwing in a bit of international travel just before a long run. Yeah. So do take. I'm going to try and leave a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you should if you can. Yeah. And don't do too much tourism <laughs> in those. No, days. as you say, you can walk around Berlin so much that it feels like you've done a marathon. Yeah, yeah. It is, but it's a great event, and it's you know good people. I think for me, I got a bit sort of. I just I went out in the wrong mood, like right from the start. I was a bit of a tears about getting there, a bit of a tears. Brought myself into hotels quite far out of town. Yeah. I had to get up really early to get back in. Yeah, all this stuff plays a part, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And then I got to the start line. The start line was okay. I was really glad Mickey D was there because he's such a. Pro running, but get the pistols working, mate. Input, output. You're always glad Mickey D's there. This is motor running. For people that aren't familiar with uh, Mickey D, it's quite a it's quite a thought for me that that was uh, a sort of positive that he was there because last time I was really hanging out with Mickey was about ten years ago in Australia. Yeah, and it's fair to say he's undergone quite a transformation since then. Transformation, yes. At that point, I mean, I always loved the guy, but you wouldn't want to take him for 26 miles. Come on, let's go and jump in the pool, naked, and get some amazing stuff. (laughs) Yeah. 
he was he parted and then he went completely the other direction. He, he parted to an astonishingly unwise degree. Yeah, he yeah, parted yeah. as an experiment. He if actually you, said to me, "I'm actually doing this as an experiment." Yeah, which fair in enough. One of his uh, sort of lucid moments in between bouts. Yeah. If he'd said to me in 2007, "Will Mickey D uh, run the marathon or die first, yes. It would have been yeah. very easy. Which you wouldn't have. Yeah, you just goes to show what can happen. Wait, wait, do we leap? The, do we leap? The yes, crevice? we do. Here we, we go. Here comes. Yes. That was really uh, that's a rush, isn't it? It's a real rush. That's, that's what passes for adrenaline junkies that, when you're that, right. That's as risky as it gets for us. That was nice of you to call us to say outrage as well. Well, <laughs> I think it, even if I didn't feel roughly the same, you sort of measure it by uh, having been in comedy, don't yeah, you? And actually, I suppose I'm still a bit less on the clock than you guys. No, but you absolutely have, yeah. Basically, what we all have in common is that we hate and fear all comedians under the age of about 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. The after ones, I call them. The after ones. <laughs> The late comers. <laughs> so you are in Berlin. Yeah, I, was in, I, w- I went there trying to get my PB, and I was in a grump and fighting the whole experience. Yeah. And I set off. I was really fit. I didn't like Berlin. It's not for me. I totally approve of it. Yeah. Um, but just you know, your kind of matter. Yeah, that, that whole kind of like, you know, the idea that it'd be a great place to be to have a start-up or be a <laughs> vegan or meet a bunch of people in the internet cafe or start oh, a band. You, you don't like the vibe of the actual city. Yeah. I totally approve it, but it just doesn't Rob really it sit with me. Didn't really like that. <laughs> it is uh, very, uh, <laughs> it's certainly heavily fetishised by cool young people. Yeah, uh, exactly. In London, yeah. And quite right too. Good luck to him. That's not me. Not for you. And uh, and uh, yeah, to start line was cool. Um, I'd kind of had to fight to get my. Uh, place quite far up in the run and they were like well you're you will have to prove you're this fast and i did yeah and uh those, those germans talking was that yes yeah, right. yeah they're doing their german accents yeah right yeah <laughs> just to annoy me and uh <laughs> i uh yeah and so i was I set off grumpy and fast and trying to sort of prove i was fast and i was fast i set off at a really good pace and i maintained it for a about 20, 22 miles. Which is plenty, isn't it? Yeah, there was no... Um, there's no mile markers, only kilometre markers. Oh, really? Which, to me, made it seem kind of infinite. Yeah, because it's a lot of kilometres, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. And every kilometre, they're far enough apart that, you know, psychologically, it just felt the same as yeah. a mile. Do you know what I mean? The difference, yeah. between, the difference between 38 and 39 kilometres is, is psychologically not much difference between 18 and No, you just want miles. those markers to keep coming. See, yeah. yeah. See, I, I, I don't mean to be devil's advocate. No, you should. But, I, but I, uh, I quite like the kilometre thing because there's more of them. It's, it's something to tether yourself to. They come you, around you, quick. They, they do come around quicker, so there's more... You get things more to measure yourself against, yeah, sort of. Yeah, 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 sort of. But yeah. I know what you mean. It can get confusing. But That's what I hope for. But, but when I'm when I'm timing it, I tend to look at minutes per kilometre when I'm trying to break down a marathon. Yeah, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I, well, I, I always sense. used to run in kilometres. I've I've switched into thinking of miles because of it being yeah. A I marathon. got the across that they didn't that there weren't any there was mile no miles yeah, anyway. Because London's got both. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's supposed to be an international event. Uh, Germans very well organised as well, famously, aren't they? Yeah. Wouldn't kill them to wax some miles up. Yeah, there. yeah, just every now and again for goodness sake. So um so I was a bit cross about that, but as I say, I went cross. And um, Which is not good. You want to be relaxed, don't you? you yeah, going well. Ran a really long way. Didn't I didn't I, I, I compared it with London, which I'd done, and I found that it was less 
fun. You know, less people on the pavement, less yeah. support. Every now and again, someone crossing the road in front of you. Yeah, oh, those like, people. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, come on, mate. It's, you'd be amazed how, how tiring that is when you've come along. Yeah. Well. I don't want to break stride for you, you know. And, yeah. um, I've suffered enough, mate, without your walking plans. Yeah, wa- a walkie. <laughs> oh, oh, two legs there. There goes a walkie, walkie hands. <laughs> wasn't walking on its hands. No, just um, called hands, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just the German name. It's a quirk of the um, German language. Yeah, like, so, yeah, people call hands. Yeah. Yeah. Hands up. No, not you, mate. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, also, yeah, I got very, uh, and uh, long-term listeners will know we've got a problem with this, the water being in little cups. Ah, I, yeah. drink. I, I can't drink this without stopping. Yeah. I want a bottle. And there is a technique, um, but I didn't know it then. Yeah, right. So that's, it's that's all these things are worth me knowing in case they still handing out little Yeah, you cups. want a bottle with a squeezy. You yeah, a squeezy. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're doing yeah. it for a cup and you don't want to stop, you have to pinch off half the top and drink from the other side. Like yes, I see what you mean. Which that's what they it's say. It's the sort of manoeuvre that's a bit Should we go down there and do a little loops and then come back in and then mark here? Or, or what should I we do? I actually go down the park and walk. You want to do and that? Then? And then Mark can carry on and we can go back to your house. Is that good for you, Mark? That like does that? work for me, yes. Okay, I'll then cool. carry on. Okay. I'll, so, I'll maybe, yeah. Yeah, so then I kind of stop for a drink somewhere after 20 miles and just walking and drinking my water. And I thought, yeah, I don't want to run anymore. Yeah. And I didn't <laughs> run anymore. But before then... So I, you let, you'd left it there, in fact? Yeah, I did a bit more running, but I totally just dumped it. I basically ran the, the marathon 20 minutes slower than I planned. But and that entire 20 minutes was in the last kind of three three miles. Because you, you just couldn't be asked uh, with that anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is, is that not part of that being... Being angry early in a marathon is fatal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I could have saved that In terms up. of... In terms of mental, because that, what you want is you want to save any positive rage or determination t- to when you need it. Yeah, till the it, end. Exactly. So any if you, you come you, in at sort of eighteen miles, got, rage yeah, could really help yeah, you out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd spent it on that was like pointless Mo, things. Like Mo Farah this year, although he still had a brilliant marathon, as we said, he was getting a bit annoyed about the water. Yeah, and the drinks. Should we do the long thing or the? Uh, yeah, because it's quite a nice day. It. We're in Queenswood now, and we're going to go the uh, lovely way round. He was getting annoyed by the drink stations, wasn't he? Yeah, it's like Mo, just chill. There's loads of just loads of Well, he just he just kept getting given the wrong drinks. Yeah, a bit of time, and it can like, be an issue. Isn't it? You want to maintain your mental energy, and it's as amazing much as how the slightest thing, like someone trying to cross in front of you, really far away, can yeah, really own. wind you up. You're pretty, like your mind is in quite a fragile sort of well, equilibrium did, when you've run that I, long. I think also this every. I can't stress enough how this is. You know, I, I don't think. I think any. Anything you take from me is with a pinch of salt because it's me. It was my battle with Berlin. It's yeah, not yeah. Berlin, you know. And I think another thing is that I have trouble with is particularly at that point when I was going for like a pretty fast PB is that the serious runner, not serious runner thing, right? Yeah. So I was out there in my charity top and up the front in the pen I was in, there was none of those. Right. And I run the way I run. Honestly, the number of people who clipped my elbows. Really? Just running past me and they clipped my elbow. It hurt. Ow, get off. And, um, so when you say serious, you mean people that are actually assholes about it, basically. Yeah, I think that that's true. And uh, and also, at one point, the guy took me by the sh- by the shoulders and moved me to the side. <laughs> well, that really that that seems but that's outrageous. Forceful, even for the it Germans, was, it yeah. was outrageous. You know, it, it was all it basically it was a very testosterone. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, competitive vibe up there and I, that, that made me livid I mean even more than, than now I have no yeah. relationship with that angry oh, yeah. racing man the, scenario the last thing you need when you set out to run 26 miles is feeling of ill will from other people doing it yes surely. That's, exactly you rely quite heavily on and the feeling part me, of like, the community right thing. at the end right at the end as I was coming in some guy said to me oh you're running for charity oh that's good but it felt like yeah. he was going 
oh, well done you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I you would I'm never get that in London because everyone is. Yeah, it's assumed in London that you're Yeah, even if you're going really fast. You know, there's no separation between, the, you know. Anyway, so equally, that guy might have just been being nice. Yeah, but by so then you were in such an <laughs> angry mood. That, yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then, uh, yeah, so all of that, and it's great. And at the end, they give out... Um, it finishes where it starts, which is excellent. Yes, that's handy, isn't it? Um, and they give out Erdinger alcohol-free, which is frankly just really nice anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Mickey D was there. It was lovely. Yeah. But then but I went I to can't the airport and they said, there, you're not on this flight. And I said, but I booked a ticket. And they said, but you didn't check in. And I said, well, that was for specific reasons. He started serving the guy behind me. Oh, dear. I said, are you serving the person behind me? I nearly cried. And I spent £500 to get home because uh, they wouldn't give me a seat on the plane I was booked on. There you are. So, uh, <laughs> oh, this is a great bit of technique from this dog here. Yeah, that dog's on heat. You might want to do that between the 20 and 20. Well, what is it? The 25 is. to 30 kilometers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think we've all felt like... Just got down and <laughs> like that. rub your undercarriage along the path. <laughs> oh, that thing at the airport is a real... Exactly the sort of thing that does happen after an already disappointing trip. Yeah, yeah, that's real right. final blow. Oh, it was just one of the worst things. I spent months complaining to BA, trying to get... And also because I'd done it all as a... Uh, I was doing it for charity. Yeah. So I didn't want it to cost me any money. So I had a... Uh, I had like a... The uh, charity gave me like a... Uh, you know, they helped me get there as yeah, I yeah. cover it in fundraising. Yeah, stuff. that's the yeah. I basically zero balanced the whole trip. So then the 500 quid is a bit of a blow, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, and British Airways have uh, messed you around since as well. So British Airways in Berlin, if you want to get me started, we can do that. But let's not. Well, anyway, I feel like I've got you started. <laughs> of course, you're going to have a completely different experience. Yeah. I hope so. I haven't had particularly nice times with British Airways in the past, but I'm still <laughs> neutral on Berlin. I've well, no, it's a great there. marathon. It's a good scene. It's really nicely laid out. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you, it catches the spirit of the city, which is what it is. And, and was, uh, it, uh, was it warm when you did it? Yeah, well, it's just strike me that the middle of September good. could still be a bit too hot. For yeah, but I think but if you train here. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it's going to be too warm. I think it would just be nice. It should be really nice. Yeah. It sounds like a lovely time to run, except occasionally you get a freakish bit of weather in September, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And I think back then as well, I used to be, I used to not like the fact that in London, you kind of run into London and then you get to central London. Yeah. But I actually really like that. And Berlin's got that from both directions. You, you run through all the exciting stuff and then you do, you know, 35 kilometres of just interest in new places. And then you arrive in Berlin again. Yeah, that's And nice. see all these iconic things. It's just great. It's just great. My story is entertaining, but it's a long time ago now. And, and that's, that's my problem. Your first marathon, mate. It's going to be great. The first marathon's always incredible. It yeah, will be a, it will be a memorable so experience, I think. It's such yeah. a wild thing to do, to experience. Yeah, I, I definitely think that it's going to be worth, you know, even I if it's Berlin not a holy... it's going to take your breath away. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to think And it's it. being aware of that uh, thing about, I mean, Rob's hinted at it there, but that took me ages to work out and think about marathons properly. But that idea of 20 miles being halfway... Yeah, it really is. Which is a frightening thought. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. it really is, which is why it's good to run to 20 miles and just because it, you know get, you're getting like. an inkling of what it, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, the last six can really drag. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> if you, <laughs> think if you feel fit enough for it, you can push that. I mean, if, you, if, if you've you already do. run an 18, if you do, yeah. You're doing 30 miles a week now and, and beefing it up over the, over the summer. If you, if, you, if you are fit enough to get to a, a 21 or, or, or a 22, or 22 yeah. industry, with a month to go, it yeah, would be fantastic. A month, you reckon? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Think yeah. about the four. Stay four weeks out and stay four miles off 26.2. Right, but yeah. if you can get to 22, then you'll know you can do it. And I, you're very well prepared with your halves 
and all this long running and yeah hopefully yeah I think well maybe I will try and sneak over the 20 one time you, yeah. you'd gain from it because what, what you feel you just feel a little bit of what the wall's going to be like yeah your legs starting to change in a different kind of pain you, you, you find yourself running in, a, in ways that you've never really run yeah, before yeah that's what you can't prepare things to your style yes yeah yeah so uh, it, it, agony guaranteed. Oh yeah, I mean that's <laughs> you know, as a, as a, that's a given, isn't it? Yeah. Sneaking up on it so. is good as well. Like <laughs> if you do that, like you were saying today, just go off and see. You know, check your time and see how far you've gone. I think you'll find yourself sometime early on in Edinburgh going, ah, oh, well, it's still a mile away from my house, and I've, and I've already done over twenty. So yeah, I'll nice, just finish it? it off. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good feeling when you know you've still got a bit left like that. It's a good feeling when you get really fit for marathons and you you run ten midweek and it just feels like a, a really normal run that's yeah. a really nice feeling to get yeah that's a, that's the sign that you're going to get regardless of what happens in berlin you're going to be fitter than you've ever been before. i think that's true that's what, what a great I feeling keep telling myself it's not yeah. all about the uh, end game it is also about, about the what happens on the way yeah getting yeah. into the shape yeah yeah are you what if you are you going out on your own you're going out with this a lot of the time it is on my own actually yeah oh you mean to berlin, oh, I meant to berlin but probably yeah. with my girlfriend i think yeah um but she's not running no no, she, or well, if she's planning to do that, she's keeping it very quiet. <laughs> yeah, not she, done any training that I know of yet. She didn't mention that by now. There's a lot of yoga, there, but I don't think that's enough on its own. I thought I'd just give it a go. You know, it would be amazing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, maybe she can pick up a number just near the end. Like someone like, drops one. Yes, yeah, that's unproblematic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Someone mentioned that on the old Facebook, didn't he? The guy got, got arrested. Yes. So is he going to jail for he it? got three months for it. Yeah. yeah surely that can't Now, that be. seems brutally harsh, and I'm not contesting that, but I will say, having read a slightly longer article, the guy seems pretty troubled. Yeah. And he has also been in trouble with the law for picking up and kind of using and nicking other things. I see. Not just the It wasn't his number. first time picking something up. No, and, he, and in the same kind of way, he seems to be kind of being a bit of a social magpie rather than a proper thief. Yeah. But this is not the only time it's happened. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure we know enough. Yeah. He might be someone who a certain kind of and a certain period of incarceration might actually be useful. There you go. But, uh, alternative take from Rob. But I certainly think that if they're saying, oi, you can't do that in a marathon, three months in jail, that's too harsh. It feels against but the I spirit of the thing, doesn't it? looks a bit harsh, but, but you're I right, you need to know a bit more, but... I'm comforted by the idea that this, this guy might benefit from a jail sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bit strong. But you know, know that. The idea of rehabilitation through jail is, you know, quite a worthy one, I think. Uh, Injustices in sentence, sentencing, isn't it? Maybe, maybe he could have done with a bit more time. Maybe, do you think? Yeah, three months not enough. I think uh, two, three years. They should have maybe really three think months about it. in that airport in Berlin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a prison in its own right. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely in favour of imprisoning reality TV shows who who jump who jump over the barrier. What about pri- Here we go, prison on 18. ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> This is great, though. How are you feeling in the heat, Mark? You okay? Yes, it's, it's fine it. so far. I've probably... Probably have had a lot of shade, isn't it? I'll get some water in the sort of... At the two-thirds mark or something, probably. Yeah, you should but do. You yeah, should we've do. sensibly run uh, under a lot of foliage here, which is nice. Yeah. I definitely made the mistake of running in pure sun a bit too much over the past couple of weeks. Uh, you, do, you do suffer a bit. It reminds me of those days as a kid where you just run and play in the sun all day yeah that's, that's a, that's a memory I have of you guys running in the foliage to support this theory it's just that. sort of 
it's just something I really enjoyed as a kid. And it kind of yeah. brings me back to the sort of you just run all day, becoming yeah. really sweaty and sunburned. Yeah, I remember that you feeling know, as well. Just, Again, when I you're really a kid, you're allowed to do that, and then yeah. people judge you more for being sweaty, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I was actually worked up in some comedy last night, and now we'll have to do that. This is not me. I, but I didn't have any jokes about it as such. I was just uh, talking about the idea that in popular music, they always. Um, market sweating as being sexy. Yeah, it's true. But in life, it's just not the case, is it? I mean, no. you, you, it's hard to think of an example when you get all sweaty under your glasses, you know? Yeah, when, of somebody <laughs> looking at you in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Or, or sweaty, like, uh, your socks are so sweaty, they feel like a kind of soup inside your yes, shoes. Yes, there aren't many songs about that. Oh, that's really good. As soon as you start going. breaking down the phenomenon of sweat, yeah. you, you find it's less of a sexy subject. You're on public transport and you feel it kind of go down your spine and then all the way down. The you know, trickle. Yeah, yeah. Trickle really trickle down. Yeah, again, that's not the stuff. Of, it's not what he, what he was thinking of when he sang, girl, I want to make you sweat. No, that's right. Really, that song could have been written by bus operators, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm unlikely to sweat. Wearing this uniform today. Nah, this is a, I when, can't remove it. When your testicles get stuck to the side of your leg. Oh, he went there. Totally he specific. He went there he'll, peel he, it off. Uh, he'll, he'll feel he <laughs> had to go there in his defence. He'll feel someone was going to go there. Yeah, 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 so I might as well just get there. But we're Let's talking about the, the stuff chase. that isn't sexy. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. Don't do that to us. He's doing the noise. I know. You can't legislate for this guy. This so, nice, talking it? of trying out jokes, preview season for you. It is indeed. How's that coming? Trying to do that. As we crest the, uh, the, the steepest hill of the run. <laughs> yeah. Just that, throwing a lob in a question about previews. <laughs> Here we go, turn right. Yeah, let's go to the shady side. Yeah, it's going all right. I've been working on this for quite a long time because I did it sort of as a work in progress and built it up quite gradually. Right. Yeah. But nonetheless... Is it themed? Is it what's... As the festival approaches, you do sort of think... Even if you had 10 years to work on it, you'd still think, is this all I got? I think this probably <laughs> goes with the territory. Yes. Uh, it's sort of themed. It's sort of about... Uh, What's it called? Uh, it's called The Infinite Show. Right. Sort of. Partly a little joke because Cause of your I've done all these really long shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's sort of about... The theme is basically empathy and the need for uh, people to understand it, try to understand each other better. And yeah. this idea that we're all... The title comes from idea we're all sort of... Are you sure Patrick Monaghan hasn't Con- already done it, though? Connected, yeah. Uh, just in length terms. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Patrick's still performing his 2009 show up there, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's thought to be in uh, a state of terminal Edinburgh show now. <laughs> so, sorry, it's about empathy. It's about empathy and the sort of infinite uh, connections. Between everyone. Between everyone. Yeah. Which is quite a big subject for... A, one hour, so it will mostly be gags, of course. Yeah, yeah good. It's a nice theme, though. Yeah, it's, nice. it's nice to have a theme. Nice takeaway, isn't it? You want to, what do you want people to take away from Exactly. It, you want people to maybe think about things a different way or yeah. explore. You want to explore some sort of a worldview or idea, but without uh, Being too making yourself a hostage to it, yes. I think. Yeah. yeah. And for um, listeners, I'm sure everyone knows, but it's what you did. At, well, first we did a 24-hour show. Yeah, and then did a couple... Of uh, longer ones. Because some, some, things, the very you just, some things you can't say in 24 hours, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You know I mean? We just get into it. Just Good night. Yeah. scraping the surface. Yeah, you get to the end and you're frustrated because you haven't really... 12 hours to say hello. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I did a 27... 36 hours was the longest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, this is a good example of the... Um, <laughs> fecklessness of youth that we were talking about I was 20 27 at that point I think right. so yeah. you feel that 
you can throw yourself into these stupid things. Yes. I wouldn't do that now. I still no. would do a 24, probably will do a 24 hours again, but yeah. uh, longer than 24 is a bit silly. But in terms of preparing for a marathon, you know, I've spent a lot of my life uh, in endurance challenges of one yeah. type or another. I was just going to say, we, we can't know for sure. You'll be more likely to tell us at some future point. But I'm sure there's crossover there. There's a similar thing, which is just uh, you have to get to the next hour and then the next hour and so on, chunk it down, exactly. I think in that respect, it's probably quite similar. Yeah, yeah. Someone said that about an ultra. Someone online saying how to run an ultra. They generally have food and drink stations every 10k. Yeah, so you just drink it down to those. If you're running 100k, don't run 100k, run 10 10ks. Yes. And then, you know, the sense of that is great because... No matter how hard it is, at least some of those, that's going to work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you have 40Ks worth of, oh, that next 10K thing was a terrible idea, you're still throwing away more than half the run on a good chunk of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The idea of 100K, have you ever done anything longer than marathon? No, you guys not? No. I'd like to, but it's whether the body can hold. Yeah. Well, hold you might have even come to it a bit late. Certainly, when it gets to that stage, you do wonder. I mean... Yeah, I mean, people... It's just, an inc- it's just a totally different zone, isn't it? Yeah. When people run 100 miles yeah. on a long, flat road from point to point. Yeah. That's tough news, isn't it? Yeah. I would say that it's tough really news. tough on your body. By anyone's standards, yeah. 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 Your yeah. body doesn't want to do that by any no. stretch of the imagination. No, but but, but there's, a, there's a curiosity about the mind, isn't there? Yes. About what it does to the mind. Well, as Vassal said, yeah. when he ran 100 miles, he just went to another place. Yeah, yeah he said, sure. And it was comparable with running a half marathon or a marathon, only more so, you know. Yes, yeah. And that bubble feeling you get that lasts an hour or two hours up to the next morning lasted him six yep. weeks. Yes. Yeah, that's an extraordinary thought. I can it certainly is. see the appeal of that psychologically. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and you de- like you were saying earlier, you would be a very different person by the end of that process from yeah, the start. Completely. And there's a fascination in that, isn't there? And Definitely. any runner can see that because, like you say, going right back, there is this kind of, uh, you know, ego id switch between the thinking daytime person who thinks, I've got it for a run and we'll be back in an hour. And then you're actually a runner where you go out and you kind of, at some point during that run, you unlock and your run sits somewhere between didn't really take any time and, and infinite. Yeah, and I like that. I like uh, anything you can do to escape the, the normal nine-to-five mentality. It's got to be a good yeah, thing. I was going to say that before about the things that we think about when we're running. Most of the time, I don't think about that much when I'm enjoying it, but apart from a sort of vague desire that I just want to run forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, it unlocks this thing of, like, yeah. endless running. And when, yeah. and the, that's right. And the further you go, the, the more you can get that. If you, yes, get, to, exactly, if you get to 21 yeah. and you're not feeling it, particularly like you say, if you're not running for time, you've got really fit, you run out and run 21 miles and get home and say, I feel fine. It is, you do feel like you've, you've flirted with the infinite a little yeah. bit. Which, again, that's interesting, isn't it? Because there aren't many ways you can do that without doing something truly extreme. Running is one of the only ways I can think of that you can can, uh, achieve... Unlock. Yeah, unlock a dimension of uh, attainment that most people think of as exceptional, but you can do it. And unlike, unlike, you know, going out raving when you're 50, you're less likely to fall and bang your head. Yes. Do you know well, I mean? yeah. Rather similar Still things, can happen with running, yeah. I suppose. But <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. It's been known. Especially when you run long and slow. Like here now, and I'm, me, me and Rob are going to peel off and you're going to be away, but 
It's very, very pleasant, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very if comfortable. We pic- if we had a picnic, you'd think we could do this for five, six hours. Yeah. 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 Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? We'd have to choose the picnic carefully, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah otherwise we're going to spill it. Yeah. This, these sugar snap peas have gone everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bad choice. Yeah. Forgot how hard they were to get out of that pod. I never should have who's roasted got, these. Who's got the ice bucket? <laughs> hold, hold these glasses. <laughs> yeah, as you say, the carrying is that we probably need a trailer to follow yes, us with the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, on top of uh, uh, one of the higher mountains in the Lake District in cloud once. Top wow. of Great Gable. When I was uh, little, I was up there with my mum and dad. And these people got up to the top. And you know the top of those mountains, they're just shattered, splintered rocks as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's no bit where you can lay out a picnic blanket or anything. But they did. They, they, <laughs> they lay out some kind of... Maybe they had a folding table, I don't know. And we were very impressed with their picnic because sort of spreading out and they were really relaxing. And then there was a little kind of... Uh, beautiful crystally tinkling sound as they got glasses out. Amazing. They started pouring wine. That's a very British sensibility, it was, isn't it? it was. I can't imagine. And then we're going to have a jolly good meal. Yes. Yeah. I've got the glassware. Nothing will come between us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not Best. using plastic glasses. Might as well not bother having the wine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the most British scenes I can imagine, really. Yeah, that's right. I bet it was a fold-up table. They probably stayed. It's a particular statement when someone's <laughs> brought one of those with the... <laughs> As they finished eating, they got out some uh, minor tax work they wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Work through some spreadsheets. Yeah. And then we'll rustle through the Sunday papers and have some cocoa <laughs> and turn in up here, I suppose. <laughs> that, uh, going back to that time running thing, and I think that this is true, or hopefully useful in a marathon, I think it's true kind of over any distance, anything that's any kind of a, oh, what's a better word than marathon? You know, anything that you put the time in on in life. You always find that... The bit where you think, oh my goodness, this is never going to finish, I'm not going to get there, is not actually the end. It's kind of the third quarter. Yeah. You know, it's like someone the other day was saying, about, uh, someone who'd been to the Edinburgh Festival less often, just saying about getting into the third week and thinking, we're not even near the end. I know. It's been going on since the beginning of time. The third week tends to be where people, or end of the second week into the third week is... Uh, well, a lot of people experience despair, I think. Yeah, because they went off too fast. Because <laughs> they went off too fast. Yeah. Got seduced by the whole thing. Yeah. Now they've been there 17 days and it's Two rained a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, it's also the case with the um, long shows as well. Yeah. Typically, uh, the sort of so the 24 hour show, the halfway point is obviously there's quite a bit of euphoria. Everyone there. Uh, we used to often, I used to take the audience outside at halfway. Because we'd start at midnight, so then it'd be midday, and it'd be the first sort of glimpse of the sun, all that sort of business. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but then, uh, sort of saddle in for the next. Gloom would yeah. fall at about hour sixteen or seventeen, because again, yeah. you feel like you've been doing it for bloody ages, but there's no real sense that you're yeah, near you're the end not either. Close <laughs> enough to the end. Exactly. Yeah, the, no, the last just... few hours of marathon are generally quite fun because people can remember the finish line is there yeah. yes. but there's a bit where you're neither near the start nor the finish of a yeah. task which is quite demoralising the marathon is the same because you get near the end and even when like I remember this this year and I'm sure that Paul doing it particularly last year you know just you get to the point where you, you know that it's not going to get any easier yeah. because your body is where it is yeah, yeah. and yet you inexorably the finish starts drawing you in like a kind of tractor bit 23, yeah. 24 miles yeah. yeah you can't help it you're, you're in yeah every step you are yes. getting closer to it yeah, yeah. regardless it's a great feeling yeah, I think really I tend to try and I try and think like that about all of life's sort of long difficult tasks there, yeah. there are times when you, you don't feel as if you're 
progressing, but in some sense you still are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're just standing still, and you're also not the only way out quitting. is forwards. You know, yeah. It's like tidying a really untidy room or cupboard yeah. or something. You There's a moment when you've got everything out, and you think, "What was I thinking?" Yeah, but you couldn't have. You can't finish it without doing that exactly. Yeah. 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 There's a lot to be said for just. And I wouldn't tell, but don't unpack your spare room whilst doing the Berlin Marathon. No. Because everyone will trip over it. Oh, uh, you're absolutely right, yeah. And that'll go down badly with the serious runners as well. Yeah, they? that's right. They'll just move your stuff bodily out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... And this is why they say so much of the marathon is psychological, I suppose. Yeah. Because you've got to uh, get through... You've got to drag your body through the bits where it's going, look, this is really horrible, actually. Yeah. And I know we're physically capable of this, but doesn't feel like a very nice yeah. thing to do uh, uh, mantra yes you need a mantra we've you been need, working on distance you need a mantra really. yeah just one thing to say you need to yourself a phrase, over you need a phrase. But you've got to mean it it's got to come from a deep. short phrase have you had one before yeah, we, we, we find that they're a little bit like uh, totems in inception they're not necessarily for sharing yeah of course yeah you can kind of lose all no, the power i can, I can well imagine i've had not exactly mantras but i've had little tricks that i've done Mentally, yeah. t- even in training runs, which you yes. wouldn't be able to describe to someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just little phrases that are meaningful to you that that, that, that fire you up. Or yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, just really because because you will get really, really exhausted. Yeah, it needs to be something this you don't need to think about too much. Theme keeps coming back, unfortunately. <laughs> it's yeah, quite tired. The you, further along it gets, the more tired you. And you can it. you can jump yourself out of it. This is another thing we were talking about recently. Is that you know it seems like when you're having a bad time, you think I'm in a tunnel and there's no way out of this. But the, the tiniest thing can get you out of it. You yeah, know, remembering something or hearing a tune or thinking of a joke or so yeah. just like seeing something stupid. Yeah, that's you, quite you important. Just re- refresh and, and it's not as bad as you thought. Yeah, that's interesting. Having sort of a a little mental reserve of stuff to yeah. give your brain a little treat. It's, yeah, it's yeah. quite a good Or something physical, you know, have a sweet, have a, give yourself yeah. an actual treat. And also, sort of completely encircling it, the, the absurdity of the fact that you chose to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was no this point was where freely, this I'm was a necessary. I'm a <laughs> rational agent making yeah. a free choice. I never, ever <laughs> had to do this. That should be your yeah, mantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a rational agent <laughs> yeah. making a free choice. <laughs> yeah. Slightly sort of a a bit too long, bit too long, a bit long and a bit sort of Philip K. Dick, slightly slightly, slightly (laughs) self-defeating. Do but you can ask yourself, do androids dream of electric sheep? (laughs) Yes, well, that's the marathon's opportunity to unpack some of these uh, life mysteries. Don't unpack unpack your spare again. Don't unpack them. Back to the the don't physically unpack anything. So where are you going to run on from here, Mark? I'm quite intrigued by your route. Are you going to go Stoke Newton? I'm in two minds, but if I keep following the Parkland walk uh, eventually should come out onto Finsbury Park I suppose yeah, oh, yeah, well, yes. not, no eventually about it you're nearly there in fact there's not much Finsbury do you know the Gillespie Road um, uh, uh, park near uh, yes I do know where that is yeah. so you had to get into it from Finsbury Park no I don't think I've ever joined those up before well here's oh, a little tip I, I, I hope I can describe it simply right when you get to the end of the Parkland walk yeah. Turn left over the bridge into Finsbury Park. Yep. Immediately right. Huh? Immediately, yes, it does. You're yeah, sort of going down a slope. Loop, a yes, exactly. Yeah. You could loop Finsbury Park. Right. Just for your miles. Might do that for the uh, distance, yeah. But say you didn't, right? Imagine you didn't. Yep, you go straight go down. down that slope, straight down, straight out of the park. Yep. It's like the back gate. Yep. You come out at the station place side of the station. Yep. Run across in front of the station, cross the road, there's a flight of steps. Right. Just, just, an, just the width of a gate. If you go up those steps, it does, it does you a lovely path. 
Just follow that and keep right, and it will eventually bring you out on Gillespie Road. That's by, interesting. Uh, in that case, I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to go yeah. into Fish Park, one circuit of that for a couple of miles, and then I'm going to attempt this uh, so-called Gillespie Road. Yeah, and what, if what, 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 you know the back route to Clissold, and then you're not, you're, there's no road at all. No, that's true. If you go through to Clissold Park, that's another Which, again, how do you do that? Which is great. Rob, do, do we know how to do that? Because that's... A, cause that's that's where you get oh you yeah get well Finsby okay park. so you get to Finsley Park and you turn left yeah down the road so, so you're in the park the te- you go towards the cafe yeah the you've cafe. got the tennis courts on your left yeah. and you go down the road yeah and as you get as you pop out of the end there cross the road go left and right and there's a little um, pathway down onto a canal there you go and, and you, you follow the canal, canal cross the road get back on the canal it goes past two reservoirs and you come out on green lights. Takes you into the wetlands. Yeah, right, yeah, and yeah. That's beautiful. That's a really nice thing. so many nice well. things from it. Do when you get into those, your long runs. You're going to get lost and it's all right. I'm going to get the highlighter out and put some maps out for yeah, you. Yeah, I can't wait for those areas. Yeah, fantastic. have you got a distance uh, I'm check? I'm going to exactly what take. we are. They are almost exactly six, six. I thought yeah, as much. Yeah. That's a very nice, nice, nice six. Very Good nice Good luck with Give it a final plug, the name of the show and where it's at. Oh, it's called The Infinite Show and it's... Edinburgh Pleasants at seven earlier oh, this fantastic. year. Fantastic. Good luck, mate. Good luck with and, that. Uh, and Enjoy uh, it. And good, good luck with Berlin. We'll have, we'll have a recap after Berlin to yeah, get, to get your experience. Very interesting to yeah, the sort of before and after. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man. Good luck with that. Loads, thanks, of, loads of long runs. And thanks for coming out with us today. Running in the woods in the sunshine. It's been fantastic. It's been nice, isn't I it? I think the only thing yeah. I could have enjoyed more than this is if we'd been ice skating. Guys. Yeah. If only somebody would throw an opportunity like that our way. The only thing... We're going to need the kit, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I thought it was just going to spin off. That. Quite a yeah. nice uh, <laughs> opportunity for a break, though, anyway. Just six, keep talking. It's <laughs> miles in. So give so us a shout. Get, get in touch on... Uh, oh, what's on your Facebook. Twitter handle? Oh, uh, Watson Comedian it is. Okay. And I'll, I'll, tweet the, uh, I'll tweet the podcast no, out. That'd be lovely, yeah. Do. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.